Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! Welcome to this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall. This week, we're going to talk about the launch of our two esports clubs and what does that mean for us and our students moving forward. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 35 of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. Staying true to the Celtics greats, we'll call this the Reggie Lewis episode, number 35. Yeah. Could be Kevin Durant for another sports reference, but we'll go with my man, Reggie Lewis. All right, partner, how have you nailed it this past week? Well, we've had a good week. Uh, so, you know, I think actually, just, I mean, we had all these amazing things happen, right? But what would I say was my biggest nailed it was getting uh, some girls to come into our esports club this week. That is something that's really important to both of us, and we're trying to figure that out, and I know we're going to talk more about that, but seeing uh, the club on Thursday with the girls, we had uh, three girls in there, and the day before we had zero, and so that was just like the coolest thing, and not only were they here, they actually just crushed it, so I was really proud of that. Like, I'm proud of us for seeing the need and to try and kind of lean on these girls to just be willing to take that step and uh, that we have a place for them to be. The best part was two of these girls were not signed up second period of the day we were meeting for that first That's day right. and you roped them in. Rope them in and you have to be willing. So, you know, they have to be willing to do it and we can provide opportunities, but then we really rely on girls to just take that step and just to trust us. And we have a pretty good track record that with that in the past, but we've always had kind of an in, you know, when Ella was here. And so, like, we could get girls to kind of, okay, they, they seem legit. So this is the first time that we've had to do that on our own. And it was pretty cool that they were willing to do that. You realize that that's a huge step out of people's comfort zones. And so I really give those girls huge props for doing that. I was so proud of them. They they really were crushing it. Yeah. Like the boys were like, EG was like, first place, first place. And just the looks on their faces. You grab some great pictures, uh, catching those girls in action. And, you know, and, and when we went to this esports conference, it, it doesn't matter. If you can gain, that's all that matters. And, yeah. you know, just willing to try. And they even talked about that they wanted to do it and that extra push from you. So kudos to you, partner, that giving good. that little nudge and just get them in the door. And yeah. once they're in the door, they sat down. They didn't move the whole time. I think both of them had a controller in their hand the entire time. They did. <laughs> it, was, it was truly awesome. Wait, so I have to do my failed it. Okay. So my failed it, I, uh, <laughs> so funny, I was teaching this lesson and I, you know, looked it over the night before and then got it set up that morning. And when I, taught it the first the first period i was thinking like it's so much clunkier it's harder than, but it was it was a high level thing and and they did fine and i pulled them through but what i was just it thought on? it was on speed like calculating speed and it was but it's time distance graphs and creating them and reading them and all of that and um so i realized fourth period midway oh my gosh I'm teaching them the wrong, like I have a newer one that I had I had kind of perfected last year. So fifth and sixth period, it was way smoother. For third and fourth, they had to dig deep. They still got the lesson and it was good, but it was hard. So kudos to those kids. But I realized like, oh my gosh, I need to label my stuff a little better and uh, clean it out. But you know, who knows? Cause I don't even know if I'll do physics in any capacity next year. So this may be my last hurrah, but it felt like a huge failed it. And my life was so much easier the ha second half of my day. So you are truly enjoying this unit of physics, I love physics, knowing that you are losing physics next year. I know it's tough. Now, and what are you picking up with this this loss of physics? I don't know. I need to ask Mr. Foote. He pays attention to all that stuff. And I mean, <coughs> I looked it over, but it's really hard for me to navigate because it's still in flux. I think I get something with natural disasters, which would be super cool. Like that's really, really a cool thing to because it's so applicable in real world, you know, uh, they, they'll connect better to it. And I think I get something about conservation of energy and like how energy changes forms, I think. But that's the one I'm not sure about. I did hear a rumor I get rocks, which, you know, 
I'm going to embrace it and I will make it awesome. <laughs> you are not thrilled about uh, the rocks. I'm not thrilled about the rocks, but again, I'm not exactly sure about what my curriculum actually is. So it'll kind of be like a an unveiling. It'll be like one of those mystery uh, eggs that Mackenzie likes so much. I have no, I really don't have a clear idea of what that looks like, but I am excited, but no physics, I don't think. So rockets and all of the units, like Newton's laws are so much fun. I mean, you have so many cool experiments that you do with the kids and things like that from years past. And it's one of my favorite ones because it's so easy to bring them in and like show how it links. The, um, one of the kids, fell i think i was telling you they that we had just talked about physics and you know unbalanced forces and then a, a stool <laughs> my chief stools just collapsed and a kid just ends up splat he was fine and we all just started <laughs> laughing and one of the girls was like physics unbalanced forces and it was like seriously the coolest thing but that's the beauty of physics is it's stuff that they see all the time so i love that and the coolest thing is like the number of light bulb moments you have mm -hmm. over the course of this unit and yeah everything that you kind of bring to the table with it. Well, it's sad that you're losing rockets. I don't know how you're going to be able to sneak those in still. That's I one know. of your favorite things to Seriously, end the year. Seriously, my favorite. Such a bummer losing that. But the good news is I have a huge shelf of rocks just waiting for you that <laughs> you I've been saved. saving all this these years. This is why we're hoarders, because... Rem remember when I saved all those rocks? I do, and I was like, let it go. I mean, still bitter about the PVC pipe you made me get rid of. But the rocks is... Good. I think... You did I tell me to get rid of those. I Yeah, I think that this will end up being a good thing. I do. I do. I, well, I'm glad I saved those. Mm -hmm. Bummer that you're losing physics. I know how much you love it. I know how I geeked up the kids get about it with Mr. all the different things right that now. you do uh, with physics. So I'm sorry about your loss. Yeah. Now, Deer Valley's moving towards the next NGSS standards, the next generation science standards. Is that what it stands for? Is is that it? I don't think we. I don't think we're moving towards those standards officially. Those? Okay. I think that we're calling it our own thing, but I think it. It's very similar. I think it mirrors that same kind of learning, and I, which I think is going to be awesome. I, you know, it's going to be a really great way for kids to learn, and I'm really pumped about that. It's just such an unknown, but I think the potential for it to be so much more relevant and, um, you know, deeper, I think is going to be pretty great. If anyone can bring rocks to life, I think you can. I will rock it, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> well played, partner. Thank you. I'm excited for you. I am bummed for your eighth graders in physics, and especially with Sam coming in eighth grade, for him not to be experienced rockets is uh, quite the bummer. You there. know, I'll figure something out. I'll figure some way to do rockets. Like it's so part of like I've only done that, you know, every year. So now I'm like, oh, and we'll figure it out. Didn't you have to actually write a note to the hobby store about the engine size or something? Didn't they, a student? They wanted me to. They wanted me to call, and I, I refused because that's not my – I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm sure that they will rise to the demand. I mean, that's their job, and I'm doing my job. You, so. you could do a Tim the Tool Man Taylor like I did and send it to them oh and be like, God. these are the engines we need, the D12-7s. At least they're not telling us that those are a bad idea anymore. I think that they've realized now – that we're we're going with that and it's been fine and you know and, and i have to say their interest is you know to protect people and to educate people so i know their heart is in the right place but this we, is the hobby store she's talking about yeah but we know now what we're doing which is great and uh we've had good success with this and so i'm i'm anxious for the kids to see it it's so funny though the, the kids will say, so many of them will be like, I'm not going to be able to build a rocket that goes up because they cannot wrap their mind around taking an engine, putting it with some paper towel rolls, you know, and some string and hot glue and that it will... Parachute. Yeah. And you and I know, like, it's going to blow their minds. It's going to be so spectacularly awesome. And last year we had 100% success and it was it's great. And they need to see that you can do these things that you think are unattainable. Well, I'm rooting for you, my friend, Thanks. for physics and rocks. I'm, I'm excited to get that shelf back once yeah. I transfer those rocks to your closet. Let's not be too hasty because we want to make sure I really have rocks. Let's see. Not that, not that I know where I could actually put all those rocks in your closet. Yeah, your closet's true. a hot mess right it's, now. It's going to come together. It's going to come together. I'm trusting you. Yeah. Well, mine nailed it this week. On Friday, I printed out. Ryan got a new baseball number for Arrowhead Little League. He had an opportunity to get the same number last year with the cricket. I put Lane and number eight on his helmet. He had a chance to get number eight. I'm like, number eight, number eight, number eight. He chose number nine. I'm like, ah. Oh. And then on Friday, I was in here. I cut out a number 
uh, number for his helmet. He woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh, look, I got your new name and your new number on, on your batter's helmet. And he's like, Dad, I'm number nine. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I had to t- take off the sticker. I printed off the same number again. Oh, no. Yeah, so I was like, I was all excited. I'm like, check out your helmet. It's all ready to go for opening day. But it was, it was such a fun opening day for Little League. Ryan's playing. Uh, coach pitched this year. And they do like a big parade where they all kind of walk into the field and they do a big picture. And it was just so much fun. Uh, the one fail was not wearing sunscreen yesterday. I was going to say, you are lobster. You, you said, I, I look fried. And I, I totally got fried. But I was not wearing a hat backwards, which I usually always do when I go outside. You and do. I get this like weird uh, forehead uh, tan on there. So total fail there as trying. I was so excited for his sticker. And I totally missed the mark there. That's okay. Yeah. So it was just one of those those, those parent moments um I, you know i just got to talk about one of my highlights this week um in october we had our first ptso gala or gala i don't know what we're going with what is it i don't know just pick one okay yeah. i'm going with gala it just seems more fun to say gala <laughs> yeah um so uh, one of the parents of the ptso their in-laws purchased robots and lunch with myself and we had six second graders in here we got Pizza Hut. We went all out. We got breadsticks, stuffed crust. We even got some weird pizza with like mozza balls on it. It was crazy. So, and these kids, do you think they're? I was hoping you were going to come in. I was going to have a slice for you, but these kids polished off every single piece. I think they ate the box. It was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing left. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, oh, there would be plenty for Schofield to pop in. She'll be excited to have some pizza for her lunch. And they polished off everything. But the best part was. We, we got the opportunity to use the Spheros for their first time, and they were, we had the ramps out, the jumps, and they were just so excited. They were just, like, so pumped up they having were. this time, and we often talk about those little moments mm-hmm. throughout the course of the school week that you get to give back to kids and spend time with kids, and we wish we could do more of that. And one kid actually said, this is my second best day ever behind Disneyland. I was like, oh, man, that's uh, that's some strong words there. But then sometimes you have to remember how how much these little things that you do, uh, how much they mean to kids. And, you know, such a great thing to raise money for our PTSO who does so much for our campus. And they really support us in so many ways. And teacher morale, projects, donors choose, you know, a lot of the things that we we have the opportunity uh, that me and you have in our classrooms Mm -hmm. are because of our amazing PTSO. So we are so thankful for that. But it's just those moments with kids and, you know, how much they appreciate things and, those things you never really think about that and you're like wow that 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 did mean a lot and they had so much fun and you had to remind me you're like that was just so awesome for them like look how much fun they had well i think though when you said you said the little moments but i i think that that's what i'm realizing is those are not little moments to kids like those are the big moments and that's what's so hard for us to wrap our minds around is you know we do all these big huge things and it's really like when you do like you stop and you do something really what we think is minor that to them is the big thing and so i think that sometimes we get a little bit mixed up with that in our minds because we think we have to do all these things i mean even just yesterday when i finished my paper i felt like i needed to do something hugely epic because i had you know half a day it was a beautiful day it was a beautiful day and i ended up doing a lot of small things with my daughter and it's to her that was like one of her favorite days that she's had in a really long time and then you realize because those are the things that really make that impact and so it was such a gift to me and it was a huge huge day for her and it was just like really small things but you know when i went to bed at the end of the night i just thought like that was a pretty awesome day you know and you speak with small things and it's so nice mrs sir jack gave the podcast a shout out at our staff meeting and you know talk about those few words and how much it meant to me and you and all kind things she said about our podcast Mm -hmm. and going back and listening to old episodes and encouraging people to really listen to the one that they were on because it truly was amazing oh speaking of the pod then talk about your the visitors that came Oh, yeah, we had some That's West so Wing cool. visitors pop on campus. Miss Shear, we, we often reference her when someone almost falls out of a seat. We call that pulling a shear. We love her. People love her podcast. Mrs. Basil's actually listened to her podcast twice because it's just such an upbeat, positive mm-hmm. vibe. And we're just so happy. And Mrs. Uh, um, Angie Schultz, who was the principal that hired me in Glendale Elementary School District, she's um, an 
think uh, academic advisor yeah, or something in okay. the gifted program at West Wing now. And she was with a bunch of teachers on campus and they came in and my eighth graders, they were working on their co-spaces project, which is something that you kind of create in augmented reality. And they were kind of blown away by that. But I like turned around for a second. And then once I turned around, Alex like grabbed his robot. We did this engineering project, like make it move without wheels. That was like and then, a month ago? More than a month yeah, ago. It was like right? the first like week of the quarter. Yeah. And so they pulled it out. Thank goodness the battery was still charged. The thing hasn't been plugged in. And was talking to all these teachers about it, showing these things off. And it was just so cool that the kids took this initiative. They did a rematch of a race. And these teachers were just so blown away by, you know, what we're doing on our campus, what kids are doing. And they're like, wow, these eighth graders are really awesome, you know, sharing their projects. I shared Isabella's augmented reality project. She like recreated the scene from Madagascar and they show them the merge cubes and they're like, whoa. They're yeah. like, and one teacher said, she's like, you just must go home just so happy every day. And I just thought to myself, I'm really tired every day. But you know, the like, I know that, you know, you, you sort of painted that picture, but like what people that aren't in your class can't see is who Alex is, right? He's this huge, tall football player. He would be not who you would think would geek out of this about these things, but the pride in that and him remembering like that they had done that because they're just sitting over on the shelf on the side. You guys weren't even, I don't even know that you were talking about it, but something sparked for him. He like in like three strides was over to the side, was picking up and said to me, do you think it's okay if I show them this robot? Because I really want to show them what we did. Like that was the coolest thing ever because you know all those connections and who he is and and how much you've brought out in that group and then the funny thing is is once he grabbed her his then Kendra was like well I'm showing our robot so then she beelines it over there and it was just like such a cool moment uh, because then you realize like you gave him this opportunity and it made that connection but then they have so much invested in that and ownership and they are so proud of that and they want to showcase that in this opportunity with these strangers that they don't even know it wasn't even like you were talking about it but that was so meaningful you know it really was cool and what was even more cool about that moment like and I was talking maybe to Cher and Angie, and he was on there explaining the code, like how to like to so drop cool. the block code in there. They grabbed their iPads and they kind of ran off there. They connected it to Blue, like within like 30 seconds. It was crazy. Like those things were open. They grabbed their own iPads, grabbed their robots, fired them up, and pulled up their their coding program for it. Was it was so, so cute. It yeah. was uh, pretty cool for them explaining that. That and, was a highlight moment and, for sure. You know, you would think that's our week in a nutshell. We would want to end the podcast right now, but with that being said, what did we launch this week. Oh my gosh, what a week. So, you know, we've been talking for months, planning, prepping, you know, kind of educating ourselves about esports. And this was the week where we finally had our launch week. And our goal was to make sure this week was epic, that it was just spot on, that we had everything ready to go. And we really wanted the kids to see like, this is legit. And we wanted them to be pumped. And that definitely happened. And part of that was us, right? Part of that was us planning and all of that. But fifth and sixth, man, to start our club with them, I think you and I would both be on the same page on this. It just, we walked away with so much that day, seeing what this is going to be for them with uh, connections and all the stuff we saw, all the soft skills we saw in spades. And they were so patient and such problem solvers with setting everything up and getting everything connected and, and working out, um, you know, waiting their turn for certain things and just everything about, like, I don't even know what would be the highlight. It was just the most amazing experience. I think the coolest thing, we still got to look at our Google form. We have to do that today. We have a long list of things yeah, that we, we need to do today. <laughs> Today's going to be a big day for me and you. But we kind of started the thing out, talked about our expectations and, you know, what are the expectations in our club. I think the biggest thing we really wanted to talk to them about, like, was safety online, responsible gaming, digital citizenship. And these kids are just on the edge of their seats. Like, they were, they were on the edge of the seats, listening to everything we talked about. We talked about trying to, like, forge a partnership with GCU, which is launching their own esports club which is Grand Canyon University which is not very far from our our campus mm -hmm. and ASU and U of A have um, esports teams but I'm not sure if they have a game in center that's open to their public like for public students 
And last week we met some students from Sunrise that are actually they go down and they battle GCU students and Super Smash. Uh, they had like a scholarship tournament yesterday. We saw one of our friends finish fourth in, which is like super cool. Yeah. And they battle them. The the varsity team battles them in League of Legends. But the the cool thing was the conversations that talked about. We talked about you know meeting you didn't even talk about getting like shirts. And then all of a sudden in our five six group, one one kid pulled up like a template for shirts, and we're like <laughs> we're like, like we want you to yeah. take ownership. That's and, crazy. And so all these things, and we had them fill out a Google form before they even touched like a controller. You know because we want this to be about them. We want to learn as much as we can. And I think the thing we really emphasized was we're going to learn more from you then we're going to be able to teach you. You know, We're going to be able to kind of connect you um, to a lot of things in the esports arena, tournaments, uh, different coaches. And I just felt like in these last two days, we learned so much. Oh, my gosh, so much. You know, and the cool thing is, is that how I was saying to you, it was so nice to start with them because – you know, it kind of gave us an idea of how to roll this out and and how to get some of the kinks out and what these. I mean, that was the first time we had seen Super Smash like in that kind of context, and they were so crazy good at that. And uh, and Rocket League and the kinks. Like we, we, you know, this is the thing though. There, thanks to you know Matt and what he's done for us to get everything set up. I need to send him an email today. It was so. You know, I don't want to say seamless because it wasn't like we didn't have any hiccups, but we really didn't have anything major. And that's huge props to him and for, you know, you spending all the time to just get everything ready. But it was so good, you know, and we were, we always will, you and I will rally. Like if something goes wrong, we would have figured it out and we would have found a way to like make the day awesome. But it just, it went pretty much how we hoped it would. Well, we were a little stressed. We got to rewind to Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. Oh my afternoon. gosh, yes. So we were having some issues with, oh my gosh. We, we bought 10 Nintendo one-year membership cards from Target and three uh, Rocket League cards now and you actually called target you're like i'm calling target i don't think they activated the codes here and it was a user error we were actually entering the the codes in the wrong place i mean i've watched so many videos i'm like I'm like this should be the pin number what's going on this is a 16 digit number and i was losing my mind and you're like i'm just calling them and then kudos to this target employee it was like was so patient cool. mm-hmm. and then finally we get it on there so then we get the we have four ports open right now, so we ran two big screen TVs and the smart board yeah. um, for today, and then uh, so so it was pretty cool. We're getting three more TVs, so we're gonna have a total of five TVs. So we're basically already in year one, kind of have our own like mini gaming center here. And the big thing is to be able to connect online, so we can play other schools and join tournaments. So we're, we went through this whole thing. We were stressed out, and thank goodness for this Target employee being so patient. I'm like, oh, we got it. We're on. We're on. I mean, this is like what three days? We were probably like a Mon- or a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday yeah. trying to figure out these things and get them ready to rock and roll. So we we got this on there. Then I tried downloading the Rocket League, and it was being so slow. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna take these home. I'm gonna, we have the code in there, and then I downloaded the three versions of Rocket League onto those. But I was still a little nervous. I was. So, a little and, nervous I, as well. <laughs> and I was waiting until I saw you because I was like, I was like, I don't know if these ports are gonna work, and each. Uh, each one is uh, linked to an IP address, like with this Ethernet router, uh, for that one port. So you know the right TV, the uh, TV doesn't matter, but the uh, switch has to be in the yeah. right place, and and that. So I plugged one in, and I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna try it by myself. I'm gonna wait for you. And Mr. Galetti happened to like that pop was the in, coolest. and Mr. Galetti's like, let's fire it up. I was like, oh, I was waiting for Mrs. Schofield, and Mr. Galetti fired it up, and we were online like within two seconds. We we, we connected with a game. Alex, who you spoke of, he popped into a, a game yeah, there. He clears the, he clears a lot of space quickly. Yes, so he, he got in there, and then we were online, and then that eighth grade class left, and Mr. Galetti got in a game. And Mr. Galetti was testing out. I don't think he'd ever played Rocket League before, no. but he's a big soccer player. 
and fifth grade came in and fifth grade was just losing their mind. They're like, I've never seen a teacher, let alone a principal playing Rocket League. And I have a great picture. They were just like in awe. They were giving him advice and, and he won his game and, and the kids just started clapping as he That's walked out so of class. Cool. So it was just like one of those cool moments. So, I mean, the biggest thing was get it online. And, yeah. you know, a lot of these programs, again, we got to give uh, respect to Sandra Day O'Connor and uh, Deer Valley for kind of leading this esports mm-hmm. surge. Dr. Finch was in here the other day, and I really talked about, I'm like, we're launching this week with esports, and but we were the first to move towards a switch. And I think the switch is it's a $300 device. You know, with a $300 device and a, and a monitor, you could be online with a lot of work from your IT department. Don't forget about that. Yeah. But this is the IT's department's first time anyone using switches being hooked up to the network. And they had to work through all these things. And, you know, this is a process that could take six months. Literally, we started in Jan- end of January, yeah. mid-January. We got back from school. Mm-hmm. And we were online at the end of February, so in like a month or so. And they've been so great coming out. Every single time we've asked them to come out, so they've come great. out. And we, we're just so thankful that we're online. We've learned so much in such a small amount of time. And then we learned a lot from the kids. You know, you learned some terminology. Uh, we saw uh, Rocket League was really fascinating because we neither of us knew that you could do different sports, right? So there's the soccer part of it, and then there's basketball, basketball and hockey. And hockey. And then they said something that makes it sound like it's like a mutation where you can like kind of hybrid something, like create your own. Uh, but that was really cool. Like it, there's just so many things in that those two days. Like, I mean, it's like such a highlight way to have. It kind of reminded me of when we had our first year at Astro Camp last year and everything was like, that was so perfect. Like it was just the amazing thing. And I liked that we had little tiny hiccups at our first meeting and then we were like, okay, we'll do this, we'll do this. We know we're getting more TVs, we're just waiting for that. And so we can kind of see where we're going with this and how awesome that is going to be, you know. And it was perfect even the way it is now, but it's just gonna get better. It truly is, and I liked already on day two, you were over there, you're like, oh, you gotta set up a private match, and you're telling these settings from like what Keen and Aaron had taught you the day before. They were so good. And just seeing them, like how they kind of set this match up, and you got like a 2v2 battle going that over was there. So, um, so it was, but the thing I'm shocked by, I thought, I mean, kudos to you again. I got to give you props because I was like, we're just doing Rocket League, Rocket League only, like that's the game, everyone loves Rocket League. Apparently, Rocket League is not as popular as I thought it was. Like, I thought the kids just loved Rocket League. There's so many kids that are obsessed with it. They love it. They play it. But Super Smash is huge. It's huge. (laughs) It's at the college ranks. It's crazy. I mean, that was like a good chunk of our kids. Well, the nice thing about that. Well, tell us what Super Smash Brothers is. I don't. I actually can't really tell you because what it looks like to me is that you basically are just having this combat. It's almost like an ultimate WWE <laughs> match, you know? Great and, analogy. And I, I couldn't, but there's strategy, like, oh my gosh, crazy strategy. And then Taisho, who we will talk about it probably a million times every time we talk about esports, he was so amazing to me because he's talking about well you don't just have a strategy about how you play but as soon as you start playing with people you watch what they do and then you come up with a strategy that will beat that person too so like you're paying attention to everybody's like nuances and the way they do it and same with rocket league he was doing that you guys were i I can't believe that wasn't your nailed it because that was pretty epic so i'll talk about that in a minute but Um, but super smash brothers is it's all these mario or yeah nintendo characters it's basically kind of like mortal Kombat you know less gory but they're all battling each other and and the graphics are cool all of a sudden the ground could be on fire like things could be moving and you're trying to knock people off but the cool thing is you can play eight people at a time right that's what i like about it yeah and it was so cool that we had eight kids at a time on this one tv just battling first day there was like a fifth versus sixth grade team and people were taking such pride with then there was like a free-for-all battle and the kids just love it i mean just like the shouting and yelling and the respect going back back and forth each other and the the great thing about esports is these kids might game with each other online but we're bringing these kids together for the first time we talked about your team now you're going to be competing against other teams and they were so excited about like streaming and mm-hmm. shoutcasting <laughs> 
excuse me, and get to that point. Yeah. And they, they were just so great. Like video games just brought them together. They totally. may have never had a chance to play together. And so on one TV, we had Mario Kart, which was not as popular. And some kids thought like they were joining this club just to do Mario Kart. Talk about Nick's story. Wait, what? What was that, he about? What he purchased? Like oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So then he came and he, <laughs> Nick is going to be our quality control person in our group. Like he's going to say where our, our, our weaknesses are. And I say that in a complimentary way because that's going to help us, right? It's going to make us better to know like, okay, you guys could do this next or maybe we should be doing this. Great. Awesome. And so he really, really, that was the first time he ever sat down to do Super Smash and he was not amazing at it. And he's pretty good at the games. And so, like, when you did he's it a in big your gamer. STEM, yeah, he when you so did it. He was so excited about this group. So excited. He, like, he waited, like, that day, he kept saying, only this many more hours till the end of school. And people were like, what is your problem? And he's like, it's our first esports club day. And so it just meant so much to him. And then what did he say to you? Like, he was like, this is what I live for. Like, gaming is what I yeah. live for. So for him, I think he said Mario Kart. Like, was, he was, was like, he's Mario all about Kart. Mario Kart. He's like, he's like, I'm going to crush everyone at <laughs> Mario good. Kart. And, he, and he, he's good at it. And he's good at gaming. And so when he sat down to do Super Smash and he did not crush it, I think that was what he said was, I'm going out to get that game this weekend because I need to get good at that because I can't have that. Like, I need to be better at that. And so he said this weekend. But then the next day he came in and he was like, Which I is went. Friday. Yeah, he, he had already gone. He's like, I made my dad go out and we bought, you know, Super Smash and I'm going to be playing that all weekend. And he like already just from Cleaving Club, he had gone out and it was just so cool. And because for him... This is something that's important to him and he wanted to, he wants to improve. And uh, I think all of us, I'm sorry, listeners, I think all of us kind of left that way thinking like, oh my gosh, just a challenge to like get better and see all these things that I can improve on, which is a lot for me. <laughs> so, and all day on Friday, he just wanted to talk to you and yeah. you're like, you're like, I got to get to teach you, Nick here. It was cool. And then you also had another eighth grader who was being dismissed and, and then he's like, I'll be back. He's like, I have an appointment, but I'm coming back. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so cool. He left early in the day and he specifically said, and you know, like when you're teaching, like you're not always thinking you know your mind is a million different places so it didn't register to me that he was getting checked out and that we had club that same day but he made sure he wanted me to know like i'm coming back and i'm coming back because of we have our meeting today and i'm so excited he was awesome you know the club is going to be so important for so many kids on so many levels and you just forget that there's kids that need different things from a school and we are providing something that is it's a it's an area that's not for everybody and that might not people not everybody will gravitate towards it but there's the kids that are in it they need this mm -hmm. like they really need this and you realize how much they're going to grow from it and all the things that we're going to be able to do it's like you're you're taking them it kind of reminds me of minecraft again and some of the other things that we've done where you're kind of like tricking them into getting the things we want them to have like in life you know social skills and these critical thinking all of those things we're getting what we want and they are playing a game so they don't even to them it's not like oh i'm going to be marketable in in the business world because i have these skills now we know that and we know what we're sending out from this but they don't know it they're just coming to play We'll talk a little bit about their organization, about connecting the controllers. Now, think about connecting eight controllers to a single Nintendo Switch. Well, they figured out <coughs> they figured out so many things, right? So there were things that we figured out like that were good, and there were things that we figured out like, oh, we made a mistake here. Uh, but they had that down. So, like, you had to run out to drop. Z off at dance and and that's right when they were trying to connect you had a look everything. in your eyes like you had <laughs> like they were finished we, we we went through our presentation and uh we did our google form and we were about to roll it out and i'm like you're gonna be good you're gonna be good and i was panicked because i we have never we've not done any of that and then when we did rocket league that morning you know, it took a little while for it to connect. There were some things. And so I just kept thinking, oh my gosh, please, please, please. But th that's the beauty is I didn't really have to do anything. The kids figured all that out. They figured out how to connect the controllers. They figured out what controllers that they prefer. We did learn that one, like once you connect it to one game, you can't just easily transfer that controller then over to a different TV uh, because, you know, it needs to be disconnected, which makes sense. But we did, the kids were just so excited. They love those um 
what are they pro called? Game the controller. pro game controllers. They love those. We things. need to get some more of those. Yeah, those ones were really a popular thing. But you know, even this is the thing that we kept hearing is the kids would say, "Well, what was Sam saying? He said it's if you play on an Xbox." A switch controller Something's is totally inverted. opposite. Yeah, it's like to some buttons that you would typically, it's it's reversed. So, and I heard kids say, like, I'm not used to this. I don't play on a switch. So, this is taking some getting used to. It's not, can we start going to Xbox? It's like, well, we'll figure it out and we'll get good at this, which is an awesome skill, right? Because they're going to be more adaptable and they're learning a new thing. It's like a new language, but they, they thrived. They thrived. They connected all their controllers. They figured it all out. Uh, Keen was huge. Keen and and uh, Aaron. Aaron, they had that whole Rocket League thing figured out. And that's what they were saying. Like, oh, you just do it like this. And then we can have these two playing. And we we're just like, okay. <laughs> As it was amazing. It truly was. And just the leadership they kind of took. And we we gave a nice shout out to Keen and Aaron. And like all the kids started clapping. They so gave them like a long clap because we were just going to do a 7-8 club. And Keen and Aaron, were they, they were the ones that introduced us to the pro game controllers and the Switch. I'd never even known about nope. those. They wanted to set them up. They were coming early in the morning. They wanted to see. So they were there. Like you talk about IT being there like every step of the way. These two uh, two sixth graders were right there really supporting us. And they're really excited about this. And we give them a little shout out when we did our presentation. I'm like, we all wouldn't be here if it wasn't for their passion and their support and everything that they've given to us. And it was so cool. Like how excited. Like they had a great look on their face. And uh, these so are just good. like the moments that we ha- we experienced throughout the course of a week. Yeah. And that's why we love the podcast because we can come back and relive any of these moments again otherwise they'd be lost we, yeah. would, we would forget all these moments well, another moment happens yeah. and then it's like equally awesome and you know it's just like you can't retain all of the cool things that we get to see but you know the the fifth six and then the seventh day totally different vibe right it just was a totally different vibe the nice thing for you i think is you got to jump in more to the gaming aspect uh with seventh eighth because they they're not more um, they're not more independent because I think both groups were pretty independent. It just kind of uh, I don't know, I think everyone was engaged and so there was no one that you really had to kind of set up in, in a different place. Uh, but you jumped in and your street cred, like you've got to talk about that. I did. I was, uh, well, me and you, we battled Keen and Aaron 2v2 and I, I've never really done 2v2. Uh, Ryan played a game with me. We took an L. Uh, against Aaron and Keen, and then me and you popped in. I think we lost eleven to two. It, was it really wasn't bad. pretty. It was really. It bad. wasn't pretty. So I, I was kind of feeling down on my skills. I was like, maybe I'm not to their level. Um, and then we had a, a small little rock group in our seven eight group. Again, Super Smash Brothers is mm-hmm. the game, it and I'm so happy that we're doing this. And like, I didn't even think about it too, because when Mr. Galetti was like, "Well, then GCU must be using Switches as well yeah. as part of their gaming center if they're using Super Smash," I'm like, "Yeah, it is. It's only on Nintendo Switches." And so, and then like even the Killer Queen Black, which is another game that we found, which yeah. is starting to come up. None of the kids that ever played it, so That'll I'm excited good. to like kind of roll that out mm-hmm. one time and kind of see how they do. With that that's a tough game and it's hard to even explain right now so I'll, I'll save your time so it's kind of feeling a little down on my skills and mind you ever since we kind of had this idea of rolling things out I've probably been playing Rocket League since October, like here and there, a couple games. Me and Ryan have been playing, and a couple weeks ago I talked about how proud I was that my winning percentage is at 50% because I was just learning this game with Ryan, you know? Like me and Ryan and Z would pop in once in a while. Z actually has the highest winning percentage out of all of us. And so, like, I'm just going to get getting better, getting better, and I just love I just love the game. And, like, you're a huge soccer person. So then there, there, there were some battles, and then two seventh graders, Gavin and Logan, were just dominating. Like, they were just dominating this eighth grade group. Like, they couldn't, they couldn't get a win. They actually had to split them up. Like, they, you know, they had to split them up and try to change the games. So then they were split up, and then I'm like, all right, I got winner. I was like, you know, we're coming into, like, five minutes left in club. And so I'm like, Taisho, you're going to be over here. And I know Taisho's passionate about uh, Rocket League, even though he hasn't played in a while. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't played in a while? And so he comes over, and he was doing his strategy thing. He was watching them as they play. And Logan was so great. Um, he beat me, or oh, me and Ryan played Logan and Gavin earlier, and we lost six to one. And you know, that's pretty good holding our own. Yeah. And Logan was so great. He was like teaching me, you know, the bump, the pinch, like all these like terminology th- things that you know I wouldn't know like without watching like videos on YouTube or you know 
taking this to the next level. This is just me on, you know, like I got 20 minutes on weekend. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fire Brocket League. The house I is clean. I that you're pretending it's only 20 minutes. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I am passionate about Rocket League. And that's what I told the kids. I was like, I was like, I love Rocket League. It's just so much fun. And I've been talking to people in the esports thing this weekend that 3v3 is how they play. And just because we get four kids on team, they did 2v2. And, you know, once we get more TVs, we can go 3v3 mm-hmm. versus 3v3 online yeah. in the same arena, like in our so in our cool. classroom. So I get in there, me and Ty show, and these two seventh graders split up. So it's a seventh grader, it's Logan, and uh, an eighth grader on his team. And so th- him and Gavin were split up because they were, they were too good. So me and Ty show come in, and it's like me and Ty show were like Jordan and Pippen running the break. Amazing. We were like giving fist pumps. I'm like, run with me. We were just communicating, yes. like, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, I got your back. He's like, I'm defending. I'm like, I'm open. Set me up. And me, me and Ty show, we just dominated six to one. And then I could see Logan was a little bummed because he didn't have his partner. You know, him and Gavin, they, they play online together. They kind of have their own connection. And mind you, there's like three minutes left in club. And you're like, we got to clean up. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm like, we need to face Gavin and Logan as a team. I was like, this I was like, true. I, I want to know, like, where do we rank? So then Gavin, you're like getting the rest of everybody out of here. <laughs> and me and Gav, uh, so Gavin and Logan, they, they're, they're back together. And it's me and Taisho. And me and Taisho come out to a lead. We're going back and forth. And it, it was just free for me because I was like, I was like, I can hang with these kids. You oh know, it was gosh, like, and it was just so awesome. Me and Taisho, we, we pulled off the victory. We won four to three. And these kids were, they're like, all right, we, we, we got to respect Mr. Lane. And, you know, they, they hadn't lost like all day, that like when cool. they were together. And, it, you know, for me, it was just, it was just so much fun to, see that conversation like you know going back and forth and other teams have that and they're like all right you gotta sit here you gotta connect here and you know the thing with rocket league you're never out of it and you know until that final buzzer the game's never over and you know like after we the game was over we all everyone was shaking hands they were talking they were positive it was just like it's what you want like this club to be and you know this opportunity and the kids are just so excited friday our man nathan was in here and he was talking to his friend about esports and meeting like streamers and going to gcu and just how excited Mm -hmm. he was about you know what it's already that's in the first week and what you said was like the first week needs to be epic to to get these kids like hooked and we want them to know like this is this is our baby. Like we're going to make sure that this is exactly what we say it's going to be. And we put a lot into this. Like we put a lot into this to get everything set up monetarily, uh, the ports, everything, the games. We're very, you know, purposeful about what games we've chosen, why we've chosen them, reaching out all the people that you've contacted. I was so, so excited on Friday when we heard back from Deb Moore, uh, basically, you know, her saying that, yes, you know, we have this, I kind of get the feeling it's a gaming club right now, but that now that we've kind of reached out and said like, hey, we're going to have these kids, you know, we're, we're doing this, we need this at Ridge because that's our feeder school, you know, that's who we're feeding into. And she's like, yes, like this is going to happen. And so it was so cool because that's what we're looking for. We want to be able to like get these kids, give them these opportunities, have that connection there, and then also make connections like how we already have our first offer for a scrimmage and all that. Like, that's so cool. I had a, I mean, and we were so busy. Um, Our friend Hubert from the uh, Nevada EDU Esports Lab, I probably messed that up, but they're on Twitter. He's been reaching out to us, and he already wants a scrimmage next week on on Monday and Tuesday, but then we meet on Wednesday and Thursday. And once I'm like, I'm like, we need one more time to kind of get them in and kind of get the feel. Yeah. And I reached out to him, be like, what, what are the rules? Like the kids, like I left, and they were trying to download their stuff. I'm like, oh, don't sign into your accounts. Like I don't want to mess anything up on the district side. Yeah. Like they're like, like, we need our DLN, which stands for like downloadable content or something. I probably messed that up I there. Um, so like these like these schools are already reaching out. I saw there was like a Minecraft esports one. I didn't sign up for that one because we have we don't have Minecraft on our switches. Yet. But then there is like a, a middle school North American uh, tournament coming up next so month cool. that we're gonna have the kids join mm-hmm. and be a part of and see how well they kind of mm-hmm. compete there. And then I've been talking to my uh, a guy that we met the other day at the esports conference, JD Williams, mm-hmm. and he's he's already up and run and he's doing scrimmages. So I can't wait to to battle him and. 
I've been so cool. I've been picking his mind and trying to learn all these things. Mm-hmm. I actually set up our Discord account. I haven't told you about that. Yes. So I got like our SV Esports awesome. Discord account because that's how like all these coaches are connecting yep. and kind of setting these things up. What you want to do is just give kids opportunities mm-hmm. and and lead them in the right way. And once you do that, they're just going to run with it. I know. I, I'm just so excited. I'm, I'm excited about all those connections that you talked about. There's connections that we don't know that we're going to make yet, right? And then uh, I also am really, really pumped about the potential for the, you know, the kids at Sunrise, those boys and, you know, people in their club. Plus, there's all these adults that are coming out of the woodwork like, why? Well, like, I'm into esports or I'm into gaming. And so, like, to know, like, later on, you know, the ideas of, like, having the adults come and, like, battle against the kids and just how, how far-reaching uh, our mission is going to get to be because it's just the right time. It's like, all we did was like strike a match and it is like a wildfire. It's just crazy how much of a need there is. And it's just, we just needed, you know, we just needed to start and then it's just going to be whatever it's going to be. But it's huge. Like this is a huge opportunity. It truly is on Twitter and Twitter is just everything and just so many cool and talk about like, you know, this is going to become like nutrition, like they're working out, like, you know, like they need to have like your mind, body and spirit as you go into these arenas and, and battle. And the next couple of weeks, we hope to have on uh, our high schools, all of our high schools, like esports and gaming club kind of leaders on a podcast mm-hmm. and sit down and really talk to them about their passion and what they're doing in esports. And it's just so cool talking to Dr. Finch about what we're doing at the middle school level. I'm like, we're the first middle school level. We know that we can do this now yeah. with the Nintendo Switches and how easy this is. Again, I don't say how easy to disrespect. It's been a lot of work with like admin and, but I'm saying like with a simple $300 Switch, you could, right. you know, potentially be online and start like an esports club. But the coolest thing was we had our door open and how many people were just like intrigued and, you know, we let the kids go. Like we're, we're not going to be like, oh, be quiet you know right, this right. is this is like their game and arena and they're like oh like you know just like their Dave energy it, it, it like, really so did crazy. like you know like we had the three corners set up there and and we talked to them about cleanup and setup and you know how much we need for them because we gotta go back and teach the next day and yeah and to have that and i just love the energy and like people just popping in they're like oh my goodness this is so cool and yeah it, it just it really is remarkable where it's going when you said it's not you know, that it was easy. In some ways, it is easy, though, because we didn't hit any roadblocks. We just had, uh, we had to slow a little bit and kind of navigate this, you know, path. And so I think that that's why it's easy, because at no point people said no to us. It was just like, okay, let's see how we can do it. So it took time, took time. But you're right, like, just with the switches now, because if we had to do the gaming PCs, that would be harder. That's going to be harder when we go down that road because it, financially you're dealing with a lot. Uh, a, a, For a single use. Yeah. And so that is a little bit more challenging. But just, you know, we had we had close to 20 kids in here. For, both days. Yeah, both days. I think and, over. And we have less switches than that. And it worked. It was totally fine. You know? Yeah. Everything just worked. And it felt really really amazing to be able to with what we've now put together to be able to offer this and everybody can play and there's something for you to do the whole time and it was super engaging and they all liked it you know and so it was just the coolest feeling yeah i i'm i'm already so excited for this week and i, I love what taisho not to uh keep uh, harping on taisho but i love what tell us what he said about you about like every week oh okay so yeah <laughs> sorry you say you i i'm i think i know what you're talking about so when he so he loved it and they were talking about it on Friday. Me and Taisho were just glowing when we uh, walked away from that win. You know, I was like, I started that day. I'm like, Taisho across the quad. Like I just gave him a point. Well, like, he's such a humble kid, right? Yeah. Like he's a really he's just, the best. He really is. He's just like this low key humble kid. He also uh, does all of our editing for announcements. Yeah, for announcements. And I just I love his energy. Like I just love what he's about. And I, and I we're we're big Taisho fans. And so he um, he wasn't going to join, and we found that out. We you know for whatever reason he had some uh, things, but 
it worked out that he's going to be able to do it. But he didn't know that this is like an every week thing. And so Nick's like, I know. And then next week, you know, we're hoping that they'll have the TVs. And but and Taisha's like, the kids, next. The, the kids have become <coughs> spoiled. They're like, they're like, but you know, we, we do this. We raise the bar. I'm like, yeah. and I, I didn't even talk to you about shirts. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just kind of rolled it out there. And be like, I'm like, would they want, you know, but you want to have like jerseys yeah. when we're kind of going I totally and compete in. And I'm like, oh my God, jerseys. And hopefully next week, uh, the next, the three TVs will be here. And those stands took a lot to work. I'm like, all right, JG is going to have to build those at the end of the day. I, I was know, like, I was knows. like, we don't, we don't have the time to build those three stands. So, you know, like we're putting this, you know, on the kids to kind of take it to the next level and they will, and they will they're totally. going to rise there, but they are becoming a little spoiled. And they're like, I'm sorry, go on with your tie show. No, <laughs> you're fine. But they are, they're, they're like, and we're kind of part of that diva thing because we keep saying like, this is where we want it to go. But Taisho didn't know it was every week. And so Nick's like, yeah, next week we'll have the, uh, the other TVs. And Taisho's like, next week how often does this meet now and nick's like it's every week it's every thursday he's like we get to do this every week like this is amazing and he like he just was so his face was just lit up and he was so excited and i'm like yeah it's it's this is a weekly club and he was just over the moon you know it's just the they they've been dying to do this and they like the community of it they do they game they game at home, you know, whatever, but they liked connecting and having that excitement and seeing that you have this, you have this commonality with all these different people and they don't all hang out. And so that was what was even cooler. Plus again, I want the kids to see girls gaming. Like if I could bring in, you know, I don't even know. I mean, I'd love to have more girls in here just because the respect that the girls got when they, they held their own, uh, it was, I don't think the boys were expecting that. And it wasn't that they, it just was different, you know? And so then the more they see that, then that's not going to be different to them anymore. And it'll just be like, we're all gamers and it doesn't, you don't see the girl boy thing anymore. Or just the understanding the importance of them being role models for like the next generation. Yeah. We talked about Steam Night having this kind of set up and having the kids kind of lead mm-hmm. uh, the esports part of it. And they'll take such pride. And like already, like, we're, we're just blown away by like what one week and the buzz leading up to it. And like, you were so good. And you're like, give us two weeks. I'm like, what? We're not even online yet. <laughs> I was like, I was like, everything could go wrong. And and truly everything could have gone wrong uh, leading up to this, those first two days. But without like admin and IT working with us and you kind of pushing this thing, these girls are going to be role models for other girls. And, and we've talked about be like, you know, like we don't want to take a step back from Moxie, which is an all girls computer science STEM club that we have to be at the point that you know we need to have an all-girls like gaming club to kind of get them in the door but I think these girls are going to really be you know the face of that of what it could be and you know I'm just so proud of of how inclusive we, we've been I mean you know just like one student like was just so excited remember he ran out to his dad he's like I won I won and I was in that race and I was chasing him in oh, Mario Kart so and, and he got a first place and he was just so excited that and, was so and, cool and, you know, the the girl thing, though, you know, I think that I think that you and I agree that esports is the next computer science STEM gap. And it's I think that girls on our campus have now started to are they're kind of past that mentality that girls don't do STEM and they're and they they recognize that they can code and all that because they get so much exposure now from your class and then you have yours which is a huge component of that and then in addition then you'll have Mr. Foot and then they have and me. Mr. Lyons is doing a great job with the yes, drones. Yes, with the drones. Like, yeah, he's crushing it with you, that. You talk about like robotics, like you know, like you know, STEM careers, but then you roll into like computer science careers and then then drones yes. and then now like esports. Like these are all things like we're trying to hedge that and like yeah. you know what you do with the drone competition this year well and you know i'm glad you said that about mr lyons because like even like mrs s smith is starting up her, her, her coding club again and stuff so like there's all these opportunities these kids go to a steam academy and so i think that we really have started to break down those barriers and it's not weird for girls to see themselves in that at all they very much have that connection but it's not there for esports yet. It's not there for gaming. And I do think that that is the next thing where we just have to keep showing, keep showing. And that's why these girls are so important is that's the next stereotype where we just have to say, no, this is just like these other things. It is a genderless thing. It shouldn't be a barrier. There is this gap and there is this, you know, underrepresentation, but it doesn't need to be. And you need to be part of that 
coming out, if it's something you like. You know, we're not asking kids to all of a sudden love gaming if they don't love gaming. It's not for everybody. There's a ton of girls that do, that just aren't going to feel that comfort level to jump into that. And that's what you and I really are going to be mindful of and really be trying to actively combat, I think, uh, going forward. And I love that the Switch is, you know, it's kid-friendly. You know, it's kid-friendly. You know, it's not the, I don't think there's a lot of first-person shooter games on the Switch. And, you know, as proud as I was with myself, and we know I was pretty proud. I could barely walk through the door the other day. I'm like, you know, I'm like, Taisha, we held it down. I'm like, we got that win. Don't take anything away from yourself. It was a huge accomplishment. It was. And I was proud. And, you know, me and you and Sam, we went online just to check the connectivity, the PNG, the ping, like, and and we joined a game late. But then when when we were on our first game, we got to end the day in a win. And and did it go to overtime? Yeah, we we, we won overtime. overtime, And we won won in overtime. We were just so excited. I'm like, we got to end the day online. And so, you know, the three of us were were continuing that game. But the thing I was proud of, because, you know, gaming, it's not an age thing. And that's something I tweeted out this week. Ryan was holding his own in Mario mm-hmm. Kart, Rocket League. It's you know that's that's a bigger skill gap there. He's a first grader and he was winning some of the the Mario Kart games within the fifth and sixth group and the seven and eight. And you know he was in there. He was just so excited. And I, as a parent, I was just so excited because it just reminded me that. This is a school-wide thing, yeah. and you know anybody can come in and play these games. We have a little friend in second grade. He keeps begging. He's like, "When's that? When's the school-wide he's Rocket so League tournament?" Cute. Every single day, he's coming up to me. He's like, "He's like, you'll you'll, you'll tell me." And I'm like, he "I'm like, we've so just started the club, and if we do this district-wide Rocket League tournament, we're, we're going to tell you when it is, and we're not going to let you know." And he's like, "All right." He's like, "I love Rocket League. I play all the time." And uh, so, as a parent, I was super proud of Ryan, and you know, just. The fact that the kids were accepting to him and, you know, he, you know, he's one that stands up and he's standing up in their way and, you know, everyone was so good with him. But, you know, for Ryan holding his own, it was pretty, pretty awesome weekend. Well, and we should also just address the fact that like Z is good too, you know, and that's the thing. I think that she is like a perfect example of what we're going to find with girls in gaming is if you said to Mackenzie, like, oh, we want you to sign up for esports. She probably would be like, oh, I don't do that. However, these girls don't realize that like when they're sitting down and they're just playing these games and they're really good at it, that is esports. Like that is what it is because like she kills me in Mario Kart, you know, and like she has no mercy. She does. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, more. I was going to say, no I was mercy. like, I was like, she, she does like to talk some trash. And she's good at it. And this is the thing though, is I bet like she's a good example of where I think a lot of girls are that's just fun they don't think of it as like oh I'm skilled at this or whatever but they are and so I want to bring in kids like Z who are they have she has a blast like she loves it and there's tons of girls that do but that don't wouldn't say like oh yeah I want to join an esports team you know but like that's we're going to we're going to find those kids because they need to be there and it's just fun that's what the boys are doing they're just having fun right everybody's just in here having fun but I think that girls have that extra little mental block that we just have to like get past no totally and the fact that you know I say not this week, but next week we're going to start rolling out scrimmages and trying to connect with other coaches and schools I'm and so leagues pumped. and tournaments mm-hmm. and and how they do and you know we want to get to the point of streaming these like on YouTube and shoutcasting, having the kids learn how to do it. Ryan's going to be a great shoutcaster. Oh gosh, I, ca- no I can't kidding. wait. Um, so me and you are going to have a blast shoutcasting and and kind of getting our our SV esports out there within Deer Valley. It's just it's such an exciting time for school and these kids. It gives them that extra thing. And like, yeah. and we even talked about that at the beginning. It was like, there was no way that we thought there was going to be a day where we can make money off video games or the fact that you're going to be playing video games in school and there's going to be a club and where you can compete against other schools. And, the kid, and we're, we talked about, you know, kind of our little background of video games and things that we loved. And it's, it was just such an awesome week for for us and for our students and for this district and esports and the fact that, you know, there's such 
a buzz for enrollment and what do you offer the kids mm-hmm. and what what do they get out of this program and I, I just you know districts that are behind the ball with this and not embracing it and understanding and even the IT department I can't give them enough kudos of how many people were like we're like oh I don't know about this so like yes we're doing this we're going forward with this and it's just what our kids are doing and being exposed to is just truly amazing. Well, it's got to be very surreal for you because you, I think you shared on the pod, you know, like video games were such an important, integral part of your childhood. You know, how you would say you, you'd get one game and you would just play the heck out of that. And like never in our wildest dreams never. would you think years later, you know, this would be part of an educational experience for kids and those skills that you were developing then will be marketable skills in the future jobs and that's going to be something that kids will actually get money to go to college to do you know it's just it's surreal and it's awesome and it's exciting to be able to bring these kids in and be like yeah and and you want to you want to increase but their social skills like you know, that was one thing. And I know I got groans and stuff. But when you had me talk to them about like what was important to me for our digital citizenship is, you know, anyone can game and anyone could, uh, you know, rip people apart and trash talk and trash talk, you know, like how Z does is funny, right? But, you know, I hear stuff that kids are saying on gaming and, and there's a way that you can you can game and not be that person. And so we're going to be a different group. We're just going to be different. And I loved how you dubbed it Responsible Gaming. And the kids, they were so great. Like, I mean, it was our first club, but they were just like teaching each other. Like, all those conversations were like about what was happening on the screen. Like, if they were eliminated, like, they weren't moaning. And then when it would come to the end, like, there's high fives of like, who did this? And like, I don't know. I was just, I mean, it's going to be a great week. And like we always say, we got to make the weeks better. Yeah, it's true. Uh, to end that, people, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. But as we end it every week, we say, if you can be anything, be kind and keep changing the world. Now, if you love hearing stories about esports and esports edu, make sure you subscribe to The Nailed It Wall. Every Tuesday, the latest episode will be downloaded right to your phone. Now, if you're like us and you want to see pictures, what does this actually look like? What does it sound like? You're going to see pictures, videos on our Twitter feeds. Make sure you follow me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton.